Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Is it time that we looked? Um, is it time we looked at redrawing our county boundaries? Take a listen to Associate Professor of Politics at DCU, Dr. Owen O'Malley, on breakfast this morning. They're something that the English gave to us, which didn't, probably didn't actually draw along natural lines, and those kind of natural lines maybe worked well when the English were trying to administer things. They might even have worked well at the start of the state when, you know, the population was more spread out. But now we can see that, you know, Dublin is, is much, much bigger than any other parts of the the country. And probably instead of having four counties within Dublin, it might be better to have one. But then you certainly can see in some places like Cavan, Monaghan, Leitrim, they might be better off. They might be it might be easier for them to administer and deliver services with the removal of those county boundaries and maybe the reinstatement of the ancient ones. So a lot of Cavan, Monaghan and Leitrim would have been called Breffany back uh, in, in Gaelic Ireland. And that might make more sense. Yeah, do you think it would make more sense to redraw the the, uh, county borders to suit our natural lines? Would it benefit politics and sport in the future? Uh, 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. Quibian is with us on the line, though, in Donabate. Like, what's your view on this idea of redrawing county uh, county boundaries, Quibian? Hi, Andrea. Um, Yeah, I was listening to that. I thought uh, it was very interesting, you know, the idea of Breffney and Dacia and that. Um, I think f- the problem, in a way, is that if you think back to the national st- uh, spatial strategy years ago, it would have kind of taken the pressure off Dublin rather than consolidating the kind of the spread of what you know Joe Lee, the historian, called the Dublinization of Ireland, and it probably would have you know <clears throat> made for less uh, pressure on Dublin and you know, equalised the general situation. You have gateways and hubs in different parts of the country. Uh, I think might be a better idea than than kind of making Dublin a bigger county or, you know, changing the county county borders. So you, you, you don't think it's a bad idea to reconsider the redrawing then of, of, of No, borders? no, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea to redraw the boundaries. I think it'd be better to... A, you know, have like another type of spatial strategy okay. where the necessity for redrawing the boundaries uh, wouldn't exist. So, like in Dublin, there's talk about you know, you know, the idea of redrawing the boundary because already it extends into uh, you know, Meath and mm. Wicklow, and you know, uh, but that's because of the Dublinization of Ireland. You know that the 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 expansion of yeah, Dublin, commuter times, endless, and, yeah. you know, um, and then you have kind of the emptying out of uh, parts of the west of Ireland, you know, and I think uh, the idea of the spatial strategy years ago with gateways all around Ireland and hubs around those gateways would have kept it more balanced and then maybe not made um, the kind of problem you have now where people are actually considering redrawing the boundaries. Like, I don't think it actually solves any fundamental problem, you know, that the problem is more to do with content than the forms, you okay. know, the forms of the, the boundaries, you know, that, you know, why is there a desire to, to redraw boundaries in the first place? 
you know, and who would benefit? C- c- I'm not c- even sure if parties would benefit. Yeah, well, I mean, like it, it often happens in terms of the constituency review and const- and the how constituencies are redrawn. I mean, it, it's it's happened and it's often a fairly contentious issue, <laughs> not least for politicians, but for people living in local areas. Yeah, like, like gerrymandering. <laughs> well, I, I mentioned at yeah. the start of the programme today, like in the area where I'm from in Donegal, which is in the south of the county, it's so far south of Donegal that we're actually in the Sligo Leitrim, is it West Cavan? Um, electoral constituency. So, so those yeah. living in the area I'm from don't even vote in Donegal anymore. Like the political, the politicians in Donegal don't represent them because they're in 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 the Sligo Leitrim area. So, I suppose it does happen from time to time, um, in in certain areas. Column is is joining us too, Quivine. Stay with us. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Do you think we should rethink rethink our county borders, Callum? Uh, yeah. No. I was I listened to that uh, item this morning on, on the radio as well, and. My sort of view on it would be, if you, if you look at Northern Ireland now, uh, there's six counties up there, but there's actually 11 local councils. So much what what uh, Quivian was just saying there, it's not a matter of redrawing the county boundaries. It's just sort of restructuring the, the, the council areas as such. So it sort of sits in the background and, and you could have like the Greater Dublin area as a sort of an entity. You could have the, the, the South East, Wexford, Waterford, parts of uh, East Cork and whatever uh, they, they're just you know they, I think they would they would sort of um, they, they'd probably work better in, in terms of the administration and that you know uh, and as regards to the thing about counties and the, and the GAA I mean the counties can stay the way they are because the GAA operates on a six county basis in Northern Ireland, so that makes doesn't make any difference. So that would be sort of my view on it. Do you think for people is it a you know a um, patriotic discussion? Like, is your county part of your identity? Is that what we'd find hard to lose? Do you think, Colin? I think it would be, and that's why I'd be very reluctant to sadly get rid of that part of it. But it's just the administration behind us. Just for example, now if you just go back to Northern Ireland there again, people who live say in Enniskillen. They would say they live in County Fermanagh. They don't say they live in the, in Enniskillen and Alma District Council, you know. So they, they have, it is a form of identity and that would continue to be there. It's just the administration behind us it would be the, the sort of the thing to have a look at. And I think it would make a, a good idea to have, to have a look at it again, you know. What about you, Alex? Would you mind if you were thrown in or lumped in with a, another neighbouring county? Uh, no, I, I I made the point this morning. I suppose that from again, like that that other speaker there, that the um, administration uh, element of it is is kind of the prime reason to do it. Um, and I, I I was making the point that if you went to if you, if you knocked on every door in County Leitrim and said to every every man, woman, and child in it, uh, we need four euros. And and what's what's the four euros for? It's just to pay the CEO. Like the CEO of County Leitrim administers to 25,000 or 28,000 people. It costs each one of them four euros to pay the salary. The, but the, in, in Dublin or somewhere, it's down, it's under a euro. So I think if people actually saw the, the euros and cents behind the whole thing, they might suddenly say, yeah, you know what, we'll, we'll, we're happy to share a road sweeper with County Cavan or we're happy to share the administration, really the management of it is what it, it comes down to. Mm. There's a huge duplication of management throughout the country and they're administering to vastly different population sizes. And to Keeving's point as well, do you feel, Alex, that, you know, would redrawing county boundaries help issues like the kind of the Dublin Dublin's dominance would it I think it, I think it might give it might give councils number one you'd have to get the right people in at the head of these councils but it would give them larger 
economic areas. It'll give them made, you know, larger budgets overall, give them, you know, a, a bigger clout to impact in their area. I think a lot of our councils sort of operate on a very, on, on too local a basis maybe, and they're not taking a bigger strategic view. It might enable them, maybe it might attract the right people into them to to look at a wider kind of more strategic economic view, you know. The issue, the, the point about GAA and things, the GAA can exist with the original counties, you know, mm. but I would say you should amalgamate the likes of, I'm in the southeast, you take Wexford, Kilkenny and Carlow. If that gives you 250,000 people, amalgamate the three under one administration. Um, the one idea region, that, basically. One, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. dissimilar to how European elections works, actually, in many no, ways. I, and there is there is some model. I think we have a thing called the Southern Assembly now, which I think covers from Cork to Waterford and Kilkenny and Tipperary. It's not well known about. It, I don't really know whether it'll have any real powers or whether it's kind of a talking shop, but there has been some sort of attempt to gather these into some kind of a region. But really, you should be doing that on a, on a, on a much more uh, intensive basis to cover planning, to cover infrastructure, roads, the whole lot. And reduce the, the the duplication in our councils. Eddie is with us on the line. Um, Eddie, you're you're in Drogheda. So what's what's your take on this? That's we- correct. Uh, well, I suppose boundary has been quite an emotive and uh, a difficult issue in Drogheda for a considerable period of time. Um, we, as you may know, we're sitting on the boundary between Louth and Meath. Um, part of Drogheda is in Meath. Part is in Louth. So we have the ridiculous situation where there, there are estates within Drogheda that next-door neighbours are um, voting in different uh, constituencies and that doesn't really give a, an efficient and appropriate um, form of governance, whether national governance or uh, local governance. So we, um, back in 2017, we pushed for a boundary review of the, the area Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't happen at the time, but there were um, recommendations that were signed off on by the minister. Um, but unfortunately, they haven't happened either. Um, no, go on ahead. It's, um, so, uh, you're still you're still there. Eddie. I heard a noise there. I thought I yeah, no, no, you're okay. It's some somebody else must have dropped. Um, no, but the you know, so it's part of the issue. Um, I'm involved in the local chamber of commerce, and I've been in the local tidy towns and numerous different groups and part of the difficulty is when there's a split in the um, administration of the area it just makes life very very difficult um, even as far as tidy towns like the our town boundary is halfway as you exit Drogheda towards Dublin um, so you know can tidy towns go out to and put up a sign saying welcome to Drogheda well they can't because it's, it's allowed based tidy towns and uh, we have a um, the, the entrance to Drogheda is in need so, you know, there's, mm. there's simple things, but they're important Yeah, they, no, they are. And, and I wonder, for, like, what's the view then from the business perspective and from a business chamber? I mean, would it make life from, more difficult or? Well, from a business chamber viewpoint, uh, well, I'm not speaking on behalf of the chamber. No. I'm no longer the president, but as somebody who's been involved with the business community and involved with the local bids and with the Chamber of Commerce, um, the, the business view is that appropriate governance is required for proper economic development of the area. At the moment, we don't have any of the senior management team permanently based in Drogheda, even though we're the largest town in the country. There's, there's issues like that. We know, we know state agencies based in Drogheda, 
IDA Enterprise Ireland, uh, Fall Charlotte, none of them are based in Drawda. And it needs to be when you have the largest town, and uh, some people are saying uh, the next city, um, but you need to have that level of support and that level of leadership in the town. We don't have it, and we feel that what's necessary is that the actual boundaries are adjusted to reflect appropriately the settlement of the area so that it can be recognised and therefore supported both at local and at national level. I wonder, are there people listening to this today who just think like there's absolutely no way I'd have any interest in joining, you know, uh, Drada or Louth with, with County Meath? And I know Cavan and Monaghan has been mentioned quite a lot in, you know, in in, a, in, in as the, the Breffney area. But like, I, I wonder, are there just really patriotic voices out there who just think there is absolutely no way there, I have there any interest are, in that? And- and within, especially with the, the likes of uh, sporting organisations. Well, through sport, I suppose, in particular. Yeah, they're, but, yeah. They're, they are very patriotic and very, and, and rightly so. But the two things don't have to be, you know, completely separate. So, for example, the the uh, sporting organisations can still work, work along parish lines, which they've always done. That doesn't have to change. Mm. What needs to change well, is the way the political, um, uh, what do you call it, political selection and mm. political... Um, representation. Yeah, it's the, I mean, every, a lot of. I have to say, if Owen O'Malley is listening to us here today, there's um, there's probably more support for the suggestion than than you might have thought um, from listening to him earlier today. But like a lot of people seem to be of the view, as this email from Colette has come in, she says, "I suggest the counties are left as is, but that we replace councils with province administration." Another texture here, though, we should reunite Meath and Westmeath to make a super Meath. <laughs> says this listener, <laughs> David is on the line. David, are you? in favour of rethinking county borders? No, I, I think they do. Sorry. I think what people have said there is um, people wouldn't be in favour of three county borders because even if you go out to Malahadreen there where they play in Mayo as opposed to Roscommon, you know, there's huge there's huge uh, affinity attached to your own council. But as everybody says, we have too, if you take it from the top there, we have too many politicians, we have too much administration, you take a country like New Zealand, the 40,000 civil servants running the whole country. There are 123 politicians running the whole country. We have so much um, overcrowding there. between, And the politicians wouldn't want it because, as you, like you're from Ballyshannon, so you mm. know what's happened in Ballyshannon. There's uproar up there because you're in the Sligo Leitrim constituency mm. and the part of Cavan. And the local politicians, would they, they'd be looking at that they'd lose out straight away. And the councillors would look out, and then all the other hangers-on would look out. And from an admin point of view, it works well. But as your gentleman from Drogheda said there, Drogheda is now becoming the biggest um, town there, or city. They want to be a city. But if the admin is in the other town, then there's an awful lot of um, conflict between the two towns. And if you talk to people from Enniskillen, they'll tell you that the thing is a bit of a disaster between the two areas because they've a meeting in one and it's given one time and yeah, it's, up it's and own, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't work well. The local people will tell you that the, the different politicians are arguing, well, we should have this service here because we're the bigger town. You know, so you're going to have, it would have to be a big decision. I think this was talked about in the 70s and the politicians threw it out and the councillors threw it out because they'd be losing control of the services that they thought they would, you know. 
No, it's a fair, it's a, it's it's an interesting point, and I have to say, just I'm just looking at the text here while you're talking, a lot, lot of support actually in general by way certainly of the administrative um, aspect to all of this. Brian is joining us as well. Brian is is your county part of your identity? It, it, well, it is, and uh, I joke and I say I'm a loud man living in exile in County Meath, but I'm really <laughs> a, an elderly child of the Boyne Valley because my father came from County Louth. Uh, a little village called Cullen, and my mother came from a little village immediately south called Slane uh, in County Mead, as you know. So, But I, I live in East Mead. Our local uh, major commercial retail education healthcare centre is Drada. Uh, there's there's almost 80,000 people in the immediate Drada catchment, and it's a nonsense to split it between Louth and Mead. Your previous speaker, Eddie, talked about housing estates where you'll find potholes in one bit of it because one of the local authorities has failed to maintain it. Uh, in the other one, you have a spanking new tarmac surface. Um, the, in terms of the, the Garda, if in that same estate there's a break-in, if you're on the county mead side, you have to engage with the Garda in Ashburn, which is about a half an hour away. Meantime, if you have a break-in next door on the loud side, your local 24-7 Garda station is, is Drada, which is, uh, you know, li- literally 15 minutes walk mm. away. It, it's an absolute nonsense. Now, it shouldn't. Uh, <clears throat> there's a campaign for Drada to become a city, and it's, it's well argued because of the sheer size of it, number one, but also the sheer neglect of it, Andrea. You know, Drada is uh, served by the local authority in Dundalk, all of the senior executives, the CEO and all the directors of services are all up in Dundalk, uh, which is a smaller town, I might add. That's a misconception. A lot of people right. think that Dundalk Well, that's is one of the points town. around this. Would it help? I don't, I'm not suggesting Dundalk is underdeveloped, but I wonder, would it help to, you know, um, to assist maybe areas or towns that aren't as developed as maybe some of the, the larger parts but I have to say a lot of interest uh, in this discussion yeah. if you if you missed Ono Mali earlier today you can listen back to him on uh, on the News Talk app listen we'll have to leave it there for the moment thank you all for getting in touch lunchtime live at newstalk.com that's the email address if you want to get in touch with us Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.